Hey, so thanks so much for joining me today. Let's acknowledge Jesus. Jesus, we thank you and praise you that you are in love with us. And we thank you that you want us to know, that you want us to know, to have revelation knowledge as to how to walk in your kingdom so that we can look like you, so that we can be that witness that you're calling us to be. So we can be involved in that greater work when they see us, they see you. Thank you for helping us to be that, to be like you, to do your work, and for the revelation knowledge it takes to do that. We give you all the praise and all the glory. In Jesus' name, amen. God is so good. He's so in love with us, and He does want us to know. I'm excited for our message today because it makes things really clear. The title of my message is The Scam. I was talking to someone yesterday, and it just rose up on the inside of me how to say things clearly. And really, our, our, our walk here on the earth is to live by faith, to believe what we can't see. And because our walk is that, the enemy tries to scam us. He tries to get us to, he tries to pull the rug out from under us to get us to walk in fear and get us to look at what is instead of bringing glory to the name of God by believing. So as soon as we set out to believe, and Mark 4.13 says that, the disciples were asking Jesus um, the, the meaning of the parable. And he said, if you don't understand this one thing, you're not going to understand anything. And then he told them the mysteries of the kingdom. Well, let me read it. He said to them, do you not discern and understand this parable? How then is it possible if you discern and understand all the parables? And then verse 14, the sower sows the word, the one long path are those that when they've heard the word, when it gets in their heart, Satan comes at once immediately to take that which was sown in them. So that's what our life is. It's hearing the word, believing the word, acting the word, being that witness. And then the enemy comes to try to take it, to try to snatch it. And it's like a scam because what he's telling you seems real. And it seems real because we like to look at what we see. We like to live by what we see, what we feel, and what we can touch. It's easy to believe that. But God, to please God, he's calling us to believe his word. This is our instruction book. And when we follow this book, we're living by faith. We're, we're living by the word of God. We're trusting God rather than our circumstances. And that's how we get healed and everything else. And that's how we receive from him, just trusting him. Faith comes by hearing the word of God, Romans 10, 17 says. So we have to hear the word of God. That's how we get to know God. And that's how we get revelation knowledge, spending time meditating the word of God. Romans 12, 2 says to renew your mind, to change your thinking. And when you change your thinking, you're not even going to react like the world reacts. Just a couple days ago, I um, injured my knee. I didn't even know how I did it. But because I renewed my mind, my natural thing is I just called it healed. I said, you're healed in Jesus' name. And if I didn't know this, I probably maybe even would have went to the doctor, put ice on my knee, and try to figure out what I did. But I just naturally go to no pain in Jesus' name, because Isaiah tells us that he bore our sickness, our disease, our pain, our sorrow. By his stripes, we were healed. 
And so I choose to believe that. I've renewed my mind to think that. And so Satan can't scam me. He wants to, and he tries. Let me tell you kind of how this went. So I injured my knee. I didn't know what I did. And um, so I just started calling myself healed. But when I'm going up the steps, I believe it's called a two-step in dancing where you take one foot and then you drag the other foot. So the knee that didn't hurt, I had to put first in order to not hurt my other knee. So and um, so it was my left knee. So I was putting my right foot up, dragging my left foot. And I started out doing that and I was complaining. And I had just counseled someone and said, if this is the issue, then start doing it. Just keep doing it, keep doing it, keep doing it, keep calling it until it happens. And God gave me that same advice. He said, why don't you take your own advice and stop making it easy going up the steps? And so I did the back and forth, like you normally go up the steps. And I go up my steps like probably at least 25 times a day. So each time I went up, it was excruciating pain, but I kept saying no pain in Jesus' name. And every once in a while, I slipped up and did the two-step. But I just was determined that I was going to be healed. So the next day, um, I walked I walked my dogs every day, and I walked the same route. And I realized I must have twisted my knee on a steep hill that I went up, because when I went up that hill, it triggered that, and it hurt again. And I just said, no pain in Jesus' name. And so most of the time that I had pain was when I was going up and down the steps. So, you know, I could have avoided going up and down the steps, which maybe is what you would do if you didn't have faith action, if you weren't believing God, because the Word of God says that we have to say it and we have to act it. Part of our faith action is to say it, and the other part is just to act like it's true, whether it's true or not, whether you can see it or not, you just act it out. So I was saying I'm healed and I'm going up the steps and I keep doing the steps. I don't do any less than I usually do. And um, it only took like two and a half days. And I noticed um, the next morning that I didn't even notice I was healed because I went up the steps without any pain. My first trip down, it didn't hurt down the steps, maybe a little bit, but not this day. And um, I was going up the steps and I realized it happened. It happens, the word is true. When you put it in your heart, when you change your thinking to live God's way, the enemy can't scam you. Now he did try to scam me. You know, he tried to say, oh, that hurts too much. You can't do this. Maybe you should take some less trips down the steps. Oh, maybe you shouldn't walk. The only thing I did change is because I've done this before is walking on really cheap flat sandals for an hour and a half probably is not a good thing. So the only thing I did switch out is my shoes. And that's just a good thing altogether. Take care of yourself to wear some good walking shoes when you walk, running shoes if you run. Um, I remember, now that I'm thinking about it, I feel a little prompted to tell it. I had a bone spur. Must have been about 10 years ago. I jogged every day for three to five miles. And I was running in junk. And that was the first thing God said is, you need to get some shoes. So I went out and got some a hundred dollar pair of shoes and I started taking care of my feet and he healed that bone spur but it was pretty painful and um, he took it away and I just did the same thing that I always do and um, I have this little thing that I say no pain in Jesus name and um, I don't even know if the other translations say it but the Amplified Classic Bible says he bore your pain your sickness your disease your sorrow 
it puts those extra words in there, but I'm sure every Bible says pain because he did. He bore your pain. And so I don't think I have to have pain. Now I feel God prompting me to tell you about a tip my toe. I stubbed my toe wearing those cheap sandals and oh, I didn't have anything in the house. And I got to tell you, when I take Tylenol or something, it just does not work for me. And um, so I don't even bother taking it anymore because it takes longer to get rid of the pain. I just go straight to God and say, okay, I'm going to believe you by his stripes, by your stripes, I was healed. And so I'm just going to receive that. That is how you receive from him. You just take it. It's yours. He did it for you. So you can just have it. And so anyway, um, I stubbed my toe and um, I was in company. It didn't seem to hurt as much. I mean, yeah, it took my breath away and everything. But when I got home and I lay down, it started throbbing and I was crying. And I don't think I ever told a story before, but maybe I did. I was crying and we didn't have anything in the house to take or I started to say I might have taken a lot of it. And so anyway, um, I just started crying myself to sleep, singing, crying, no pain in Jesus' name. When I wake up, I'm not going to have any pain because I was so tired. And so that's what happened. I cried myself to sleep and was saying no pain in Jesus' name. And I woke up without any pain. No pain in Jesus' name. And you know, our circumstances, the things we look at, how it seems is really just a scam. It's a scam from the enemy that he uses to try to keep you out of faith, to try to keep you from faith. Whatever you're believing God for, whether it's pain or healing or happiness or whatever it is, when you go to God, he's going to give you that. He, he already gave it to you, and it's actually your responsibility to take it, to take it and just say, it's mine in Jesus' name. I just believe that God is going to do this. I believe I'm healed. I believe I'm prosperous. I, I believe I have peace, joy. And um, when you do that, you are doing faith. Romans 12, 2 says you should change your thinking and not conform to the Word of God, but to change your thinking to have it line up with the Word of God, actually, Corinthians says that. But Romans 12, 2 says to change, I'm going the wrong way, do this all the time. You get so used to using your computer that you forget where the books are in the Bible. But Romans 12, 2 says to change your thinking so you can prove for yourself that God's will is good and perfect. So Romans 12, 2 says, do not, excuse me, do not be conformed to this world, this age fashioned after and adapted to its external superficial customs, but be transformed, changed by the renewal, entire renewal of your mind, by its new ideas and new attitudes, so that you may prove for yourself what is a good and acceptable and perfect will of God even the thing which is good and acceptable and perfect in his sight for you. So it starts that way. You have to change your mind. I changed my mind. I decided to believe by his stripes I was healed a long time ago. And so I naturally go into that mode. I'm healed. I'm whole. God meets my needs according to his riches and glory in Christ Jesus. I have his joy on the inside of me. And, you know, when, when something turns up missing, you can just go to the word of God. You can go to God and get corrected because if you don't have joy... 
really what it means is you're in disobedience somewhere because Jesus said, I tell you all these things so that your, my joy may be complete in you. And see, when you, when you renew your mind, when you change your mind and you start thinking the word of God, you know, it's so easy for God to correct you because he can bring a scripture to your mind and you're like, oh yeah, that's what I'm doing. Oh yeah, that's the way I need to think. And so um, when, I was, when I named the message today, it was because yesterday I started to tell you I was in this conversation with someone and... Um, well, actually, it was my son, and he was telling me something the enemy was telling him, and I said, that's a scam. He didn't realize it was the enemy, but I said, that's a scam, and it's a scam from the enemy, and he's trying to get you distracted so you don't believe. And actually, you know what he's really trying to distract us from? Our assignment. We all have assignments. We all have a call in our life, and even your assignment can be to be healed. Your assignment, if that's where you are, is to learn to have joy or not get offended. Actually, in Mark 4, Jesus tells all the scams, um, distractions, the lust of the flesh, flesh offense, all, all kinds of things he uses to steal the word. They're all scams. And so anyway, we were in this conversation and that just rose up on the inside of me and I knew it was my message for today. And I said, it's a scam. He's trying to trick you again. He's trying to steal the word of God from you. He's trying to get you distracted from your assignment. You know, Jesus is coming and we all got a thing to do and we're to be getting ready. And we get ready by doing our assignment. You know, when he comes, he, he said that we should be actively waiting. And when we're not actively waiting as in busy preparing for his return, not waiting, not doing anything, but being active and being expecting him at the same time. You know, when Jesus said that he's gonna come like a thief in the night, it's really for those who aren't ready because he said to be actively waiting, to, to be active in being ready for his return. And I believe he said that in the parable of the virgins, the, the five virgins that weren't ready. And he said, it's gonna be like that. It's gonna be like in the day of Noah, everybody's gonna just be doing whatever and not prepared. Noah was prepared and we can be prepared by having that relationship with him and doing what he's telling you to do. And so whatever your assignment is, wherever you are, you know, we're to be walking by faith and proving the will of God and the enemy is going to come and try to scam you. And according to my son, you shouldn't open a scam because that scam, if you click it, it can take over your whole computer and they can get personal information from you. And it's the same thing with the enemy. You know, he comes and um, it might just seem like a little spider bite, but what he's doing is he's just opening up. You know, Jesus talks about all those rooms in the house, that parable, and if you don't keep them filled up with the word of God, he's gonna come back. And he's gonna come back with, um, I don't know how many more demons, and they're just gonna fill that room up, fill up all those empty, vacant rooms. And so you gotta have your, your um, house, you have to have your temple full of the word of God so that he can't scam you. And so that, you know, when you know God, you're going to recognize the scam because the enemy is going to do um, the opposite of God. He's going to tell you the opposite of what the word of God tells you. He's going to tell you, go ahead, 
rest your knee, you know, take a couple days off and, you know, forget about what God told you to do. You don't have to do that anymore. It's a scam to get you to disobey God. That's what it is because when we're in obedience, um, we're in faith. It's impossible to please God without faith. And so the scam is to get you off the path to get you off of your assignment. What, wherever you are, whatever God has told you to do, he's gonna scam you to try to get you to not do it. And you know what, he, he's really dumb. Once you get to know him, you realize that he's inconsistent. He tries the same things over and over again. And um, he, you know, he gets some people actually to believe him, just like, if you don't know any better, just like some people click that bait because they don't know any better. And then all of a sudden, their whole computer is full of stuff, viruses they don't want. And um, even your, they use your email and all kinds of stuff. And really what they want is your credit card numbers and they just want to take your money. And you know, some of the things they do actually don't make any sense at all. And that's what the enemy does. It doesn't have to make any sense what he does. He's just trying to get you off the path. And if he can get you off that path that you're supposed to be walking, you know, for a little while, it's more than likely he can get you off the path longer and longer and longer. What's coming to my mind is I hear so many people say, I'm not doing that. I'm not going to do that. And, you know, that's one of the scams that the enemy uses. That's too low. You don't, you don't have to go that low. You don't have to do that. Uh-uh. No. And so we go ahead and do that. Don't do that, even though we know God is telling us to do it. And he's a scam, it's a scam. You have to be humble. You have to humble yourself before him and know that God has a good plan for you, but the enemy's always scamming us into thinking he doesn't, that the plan he has for us is bad. And, you know, he, if you don't, you know, have that surgery or if you don't do this or if you don't borrow that money, you're just going to fall on your face. And really, if you don't do it, God's going to come through for you because you're reliant on him. And I'm not telling anyone to go to the doctor or not go to the doctor, have surgery or not have surgery because it depends where you are too with your walk in God. But I'm just saying that God is calling us to prove his will is good and perfect, Romans 12 too. And it happens individually by ourselves. And it happens when we take enough time to meditate the word so that we know that scam. So we know that, um, you know, he, he's just going to infect our hard drive. And our hard drive for us is our thinking. As a man thinks, so is he. And so he's constantly trying to get into your thinking. He's trying to scam you to think his way so that ultimately he can take you to hell. He doesn't want you to go to heaven. He doesn't want you to live good here. He doesn't want you to be a witness for God, proving his will is good and perfect. He wants you to be miserable, broke, and sick like the rest of the world. How are we going to show anyone who God is if the witnesses can't even walk in victory? And the reason we're not walking in victory is because we don't know we are being scammed left and right. When I listen to people that don't know the word of God, um, now I can just look, look at them as they're being scammed and they don't know it. They click the bait and they don't even know it. And when you click that bait, when you let Satan in, he just takes over, just like on your computer. They'll just take over and just, um, 
ruin, ruin your computer. It'll just take over your computer. And um, you'd have to get it fixed, I guess. I don't really know how that would work, but um, that's why we have an antivirus. And I guess you could say the Holy Spirit can be our antivirus. The Holy Spirit's going to lead you and guide you. And all you have to do is ask him to come live on the inside of you and then just listen to him. He's, he's, um, he's sent by God. He's going to tell you what God has to say to you. He doesn't speak of his own accord. And he's going to, Jesus said when he left, he's going to send the Holy Spirit and he's going to come and live on the inside of you. And so you have counsel all the time. You have someone telling you the right way all the time. If you're listening, he's going to say, don't click that button. Don't listen to that voice. It's a scam. He's going to teach you. And, you know, sometimes it takes a while. And But after a while, you learn the enemy is just the enemy. And, you know, Jesus said that he has come, that we may have life, have it to the full, until it overflows. And the enemy has come to kill, steal, and destroy. I always see people believing the opposite of that. You know, he that scam, a scam is really the perfect word for um, us today. And so anyway, because we're, we're so into technology, um, but so God wants you to know the enemy is scamming you today and that you can fix that. That's what I started to say. You can fix that by asking God to help you. Say, I'm, I see it. I've been scammed. I've been tricked. I could have believed you and had this taken care of. And then I could have been a witness for you, showing and proving your will is good and perfect. And help me, help me to do your will and clean me up. You know, Jesus said that in John 15, that the disciples were clean already because of the word. And so when you spend time in the word of God, getting to know God, you're going to get cleaned up of that wrong thinking. You're going to get cleaned up of that doubt. Jesus is going to show you where you've been scammed and so that you can come into agreement with him. And then whatever you ask will be added to you. You know, when, when we're looking to him, we keep on seeking and keep on knocking. Really, um, God was showing us that last week or so that um, we need to be asking for revelation knowledge. So much of the time we're asking the wrong thing. We're asking God to heal us when we've already been healed. We should be asking, how do I take that? How do I receive that? Um, show me where the enemy is tricking me, that sort of thing. So God is so good. He's so in love with you. And if you don't want to be scammed anymore, then you don't have to be. He's going to teach you. He's going to guide you. If you want Jesus um, to live on the inside of you, if you want the Holy Spirit to come and live on the inside of you, Jesus said he's already knocking on the door of your heart. And all you have to do is invite him in. Just invite him in. And he's going to come out, come in and hang out with you. And he's going to teach you his way. And then you can live in heaven on the earth. That's the objective. God wants you to show how good he is. And he wants to bless you. And he wants you to have that abundant, full life. So I'd love to pray with you. If you want to pray with me right now, all you have to do is pray. Dear Jesus, we thank you and praise you that you got on that cross for us, that you made us right with the Father, that you came to show us the Father, that you bore sickness, our disease, our sorrow, our pain. We can have happiness, peace, joy, and contentment because of you. And we're just asking you to come and live on the inside of us and show us your way. Teach us. Be with us all the time. 
We thank you and praise you that you are so good and that um, you would, we just ask that you would correct us and teach us. Get those dead branches off of us so we can live in agreement with you and show who you are and show our loved ones the way, the truth. We love you and praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. And so if you said that prayer, I'd love it so much if you let me know. And remember, you know, it's not just a prayer. It's a, it's a relationship. And so when you um, pray that prayer, you really commit it to a relationship with Jesus. And that takes time. So you have to get on your knees every day and worship him. He loves to be worshiped. He inhabits the praises of his people. John 1, 1 tells us in the beginning was the word and the word is God. And so you got to look at the word of God so you can get to know him. And when you get to know him, then you're going to recognize the enemy scamming you. And so you need to do stuff. You need to do stuff in the Holy Spirit. It's going to help you and teach you. But you got to connect with him every day. You have to give him your time. So many people say that prayer and they say, they just don't have time. I got to go to work. I have to do this. I have to do that. But I want to tell you, if you take that time first, then, you know, everything is going to change and God will multiply your time if you ask him to. He'll do anything. He's good. He, he's in love with you. He'll do anything for you. He already did everything for you. Well, thanks so much for listening today and God bless you all.